to Aussie Vision. I'm Mike. And I'm Dale. And we're here for our song review series of 2019. Today's about the Baltic nation of Latvia. Yeah, let's talk about Latvia. They debuted in 2000 and started off with a bang. They came in third place straight away. So a little bit late to the contest. I noticed a lot of the others in the 90s yep. took their time to get there, Latvia. They did, they did. But you know what? They took their time and they got it right because after finishing third in 2000... They won the contest in 2002. Wow, that's pretty good. That is pretty bloody impressive, I must say. Hate them. That's really annoying. <laughs> Australia, Australia didn't do that. We almost did the second time. <laughs> However, let's look at the last few years. It's not been happy hunting grounds for Latvia. In the last 10 times they've competed, they've non-qualified eight times. Ouch. And in, eight, in four of those eight, 50% of the time, they come last in the semi-final. <laughs> that is so bad. That's not a good record. However, the two times they did well, they did pretty damn well. Love Injected got top 10 in 2015. Oh, Sammy springs to mind, yeah. Yeah, and of course, one of your favourites, Yours with Heartbeat, he came uh, top 20 in 2016, but made the final and put in a really good performance. He was. It was a by an Aminata written song. Exactly. So 50% of the time in the last four years, they have made the final. Okay. But they're on two times in a row missing out. What have they got for us this year? Have they got an Aminata or have they got a Triana Park? <laughs> well, we'll see. Um, what they have for us is Carousel with That Night. about Carousel, an indie pop band founded in Riga in 2015, initially a duo featuring the singer Sabine uh, and Marcus, mm-hmm. who uh, they have now added a couple of members and have become a quartet. They're currently working on their debut album, so there's not too much to go off as far as commercial success, etc. They won this year's Supernova. They won the Televote and Internet portions of the public vote. There's another couple of bits thrown in there. Spotify listens to something else. But they did win the jury vote. And that, unfortunately, for Marcus (laughs) Riva, condemned him to another missed opportunity with the Eurovision Song. Yeah, well, let's look at the positives of this song. And we really followed Latvia because they put out their audition ones very early on in the national final contest. And straight away, we did actually both like this song. But I don't think I ever saw this being a winner till right till the end. Because the positive they've got from this is they do know how to stage this song. Um, it's not going to be a song for everybody, and you've got to make it this wispy journey. And they managed to do that really quite well in their national final. Um, it's, it is a completely unique song because it doesn't, it's, there's nothing like it. It's almost a respite from the other songs in the competition. And I think, unfortunately, we'll talk about one of the negatives with that later. But I think that is, for some people, something really quite good. And I think it's, a, it's almost like, and I mean this is a positive, a B-grade come after the storm. If you can do it right, it's not as good as Come After Storm, but that song came second. These are your positives? No, 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 no. But like, <laughs> oh, if, a, if I'm a big rate of a second place in Eurovision, I think that's a pretty good positive there. Like, you're not as good as that, but you are doing a good staging of it, and you're shooting it really, really, really quite well. And there is a market for that folksy country-esque 
kind of music that no one else is grabbing this year. Alright. Yep, I'm going to say here a distinct and unique point of difference to this song in the competition that it's in. It is definitely stands out for something that is completely different to everything else. And that always helps. I also feel this is very authentic to the artists mm. and it feels very, very authentic. Yep. It's an enjoyable, laid-back jazz-inspired piece of music and 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 it, it, it will appeal to a lot of people, I think. Um, whether that translates to votes or not, who knows, but there's certainly a degree of people out there who will really like it. Um, the You're right, I think, with the staging, they got that right in their national final. It was an intimate staging with the right kind of camera angles and if they can replicate something similar to give that mood... And, and to showcase the song for what it is, I think all's not lost on this. Mm. Because, mm. yeah, I mean, we'll get to perhaps what's not the biggest, strongest points with it. Yeah. But I think there is a lot going for this song. And just to add on top of that one as well, look, I think there's something here where there is a jury appeal or not, and it's hard to tell. This is something juries could really go for. Or they could not. And it is one of those songs where you just kind of don't know where it's going to kind of land with that. You could get a lot of votes or could not. But that is a positive. You've got to put it down that it does have some jury appeal because of exactly what you said there. And the fact if they're concentrating on a TV performance. Yeah. And a lot of acts don't do this. You know what? In the hall, in Tel Aviv, people are going to be on their phones. doesn't matter. Yeah. You're, not, you're not playing to the crowd. Hello, Jessica Malboy. It, it, it's you about what doing TV through that TV screen. Exactly. And even if they make it moody and do a bit of black and white and make it seem a bit noir, that could actually really, really work. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's go to the downsides. Yeah, we have to put it out there straight away. This is probably one of the most repetitive songs I've ever seen in Eurovision. Um, I really wish they'd changed it up a little bit because it's far, far, far too repetitive, even though I really like the style of it. Um... I also think it's in the wrong semi-final. I talk about that respite and grabbing that market, and I think the kind of craziness we talk about semi-final one, if you were going for a market to go and give me that respite because I'm not really grabbing, I don't get Portugal, I don't get Iceland, Australia's even a bit much. Give me, give me this, give me that percentage of votes for this that goes, oh, here's something true and real. In this semi-final, I think they've got people competing with them for that kind of thing. So a lot of good quality songs in this and more mainstream type of songs. And I think they would have been better in the other semi-final. So I don't think that's going to help them as well. Uh, yeah, to a degree, I probably agree here. It For me, it just plods along for three minutes, unfortunately. And that's... An, doesn't garner attention. I mean, it's a lovely respite from other things that actually entertain you, but um, <laughs> it, oh, but you can be entertained by this you, still. You, you definitely can, but unfortunately, some people will be running to the toilet because once you've heard thirty seconds of it, you've heard it all. There are no real opportunities to elevate this either. There's no real vocal opportunities for Sabine to really bring this up and capture imagination. It just chugs along, literally chugs along for three minutes and ultimately I think as much as I enjoy this song and it's a good song I just don't think it's a competition song because competitions when you enter you need to stand out and you need to get attention and unfortunately that's not the strong point of this song look I do see where you're coming from with that one for sure 
All right, I'll get back to other pauses when I wrap and arrange. But let's look at the juries. Um, let's start with Australia. Uh, they ranked it anywhere from 7th to 39th. 7th? Yeah, well, you, you do remember there is a big country following in Australia mm. as well and some folksy music that people like. Um, and this song came in at 30th place. Okay. Yep. It's not too bad. I'm probably kind of where I expected it to be. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. What about the Europeans? Any kinder? Um, no, worse. <laughs> um, the Europeans put this 35th, and they had it from 11th to 41st. Um, so, yeah, uh, didn't do so great. It's it's not a bells and whistles song. It's no. not something you're going to latch on to. No one's hating this song. Yeah, okay. But no one's, like, putting in their 10, and I mean, I mean other than one person. Um, so there is, uh, you know, some element of the... What's there to grab on to this song? Okay. Let's do our ranks dialogue. Kick us off. Although this is not my kind of song, or this isn't even my kind of genre, to be honest. Um, I'm more a brashy pop kind of guy. I actually quite like this, and I actually quite enjoy listening to this. I've given it 20th out of 41, uh, so that's top half for me, and I still enjoy listening to this song very much. I am absolutely shocked. I know. I'm really shocked. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I know, I know. See, I've got some musical, what's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Authenticity to myself. <laughs> yeah, well, what what surprised me most is because in this duo, I'm the one who loves country folk music. And I ranked it lower than you. Okay. Like, worse off. However, there is something that... I, I love this song, and I kind of went off it for a little bit in the middle because I did think I heard it too many times. And I haven't really listened to it for weeks and I listened to it again today, and I would definitely rank it higher. Um, there's something quite... I just want to add on to what we are talking about before, that if they get some of those staging right, and there's that kind of like... When you said chug along, there's even... There's a train thing like... It's always bluesy in that way, an approach of how they do it, and that kind of deep south blues country rock about it, a very soft, folksy version of it. That will really appeal to people, and it appeals to me. I ranked at twenty six. I think it'll be higher by the time we get to the semi final for me. Mm, it's probably dropping for me, unfortunately. <laughs> or it's just going. We'll, up. we'll be halfway on the train then, <laughs> somewhere. Yeah. Uh, okay. Is it going to qualify? No, unfortunately for me, I just don't think it has the standout ability, that pop out ability, in a lineup of songs to garner enough votes to get out of the semi final. Doesn't say it's a bad piece of music, just not really a competition attention grabber yeah i've put it down as a non-qualifier but <laughs> with my caveats not without a chance oh god no only the only thing <laughs> i'll say here is that i do think there's a potential for a very high jury score here i don't and if they stage this anywhere like come after the song which their staging did have elements of it and on top of that repetitive can work think all night long with denmark for um simon Back in the late 2000s, people can hang on to this. And I think there is something potentially here with it. I think, look, I'm going to disagree. I think even with the greatest of staging type of thing, which has to be understated, it still hasn't got enough to, to get into that qualification spot. I think they could make it beautiful and a wonderful piece of music and showcase it very nicely. But has it got enough to get through to a semi final, unfortunately? I just kind of keep seeing it. it. To me, I can see it in a final. But anyway, mm. non-qualifier, 70% chance, 30% chance of getting through. Yeah, no. 
All right. <laughs> zero. All right. What percentage do you think it might get through on? Let us know on our socials, Aussie Vision app. Yeah, you can catch us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. All right. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, guys. See ya. We'll be right back.